it's okay to bob your heads. I need to get below the surface. People up there, they get me nervous. All right. Welcome to another Root Issues podcast, your midweek jolt. It is awesome. Today, I am in the studio with Alyssa. Hello. And Steve. Hello. And Mr. Derek Brown. Hey, hey. And so we are going to be jumping into Renewed Vision. Derek brought the message this Sunday. He titled it Renewed Vision, The Life of Joseph. And I'm like, okay, so for Derek Brown, this is now his number one for 2023. It just climbed to the charts for Derek Brown. <laughs> there's no competition. Oh. Not for Steve. There's no competition. I don't, I don't have any other podcasts. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. I mean, your message on Sunday. Yeah, you have no other message. Oh, okay. This Either message topped the charts. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't chop for you. Top, oh, yeah, <laughs> for you. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, you just rose the chart. So it puts a little pressure on you the next time you come up. Okay. But anyway, we're going to jump in. Um, this, this message was just, man, a snapshot of the mountaintops and the valleys in a relationship with God and looking through the lens of Joseph's life. And, you know, if you want to track, that's going to occur in Genesis. And, it is just incredible when we think about what can change in a moment. And that's something I want to leave you with. But we're going to jump into 60 seconds. We're going to go okay. with Alyssa first. Then we're going to go to Steve, which is going to be pretty awesome because this will be his first 60 seconds that he wasn't the teacher. And so it's going to be cool just to kind of see, like, you yeah, know, what's what his he input. Picked up on. Yeah, like what he picked up on, what what stood out to him. I got some exciting stuff. I'm going to be, it's going to be a struggle to get it off in 60 seconds. But all right, Alyssa, your timer starts okay. now. Okay. Well, I was a little nervous when you started off. I was like, oh, where are we going with this? <laughs> but it was really interesting. And I think the coolest thing, Mike Taylor and I turned and looked at each other and we were like, Daily Audio Bible, because, you yeah. know, we're in this right now. So yeah. um, it was very fresh, you know, and uh, I think just I'd love to talk about the valleys and the mountains, mm-hmm. you know, okay. and how to give God glory and all those situations and just the difference being believers and everything happens for a reason. And when people say that and they're, you know, not building their life on Christ, I think that could be an interesting conversation because I hear that, you know, more from the good vibes crew. Um, the good vibes And crew. yeah, so... That's mine, and I finished before 60 mm, seconds. Yes, you did. I want to know more about the Good Vibes crew. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that we'll later. Talk about we'll get that. All right, Steve, your 60 seconds starts now. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Just, a, a, uh, you know, the life of Joseph, uh, the ups and downs. Uh, I think the word that hit me was the point, the main point was agency. This idea mm. that we are God's agent, I think is what you said, but you know, this flips over the New Testament, we're ambassadors of Christ. So this responsibility and blessing, we have to carry the, uh, the, the directive, uh, God's plan on our life and to be a part of that, um, in the ups, in the downs, right? Mm-hmm. That's the life of faith, which yeah. we can dive in on that. All right. Wow. Way under 60 seconds, yeah. but so clear. All right. Here goes my 60 seconds. Boom. All right. Love others. Loving others, valuing others, I think is how you put it. You know, um, you made a comment that, like, you know, well, you know, it's really easy to love yourself, you know, because when you love yourself, you know, you're going to take care of yourself, you're going to process yourself, you're going to, like, look out for yourself. I mean, I do see that, but I see that as, like, self-preservation, you know, but I think the biggest struggle that most people, and this is where I want your input and kind of thought on, is, like, I think there are so many people out there that struggle to love themselves, 
Like mm-hmm. they, it's a real struggle because they're not getting the first commandment: love the God, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And so, therefore, like I mean, on a good day, I can keep the second commandment and you know <laughs> yell at somebody, hate somebody, and be like, "Hey, I treated you the way I feel about me today. I feel so bad about me." Because I didn't go check in with the first commandment, which is love God with all my heart, soul, and strength. And then I receive his love, and then I feel good and mm. feel mm-hmm. more connected to him about me. And therefore, I can love others. But I, I think many people struggle to love themselves times Interesting, up. yeah. Okay. Ah, that's good. That's good. I think uh, uh, something Your 60 seconds about. starts oh, now. Oh, I get yeah, 60 you got 60 seconds. seconds. But do I respond to that? Or? No, no, no. You, whatever you want to talk about. Oh, well, that, that was a good point, though, because uh, people struggle to love. We struggle to love ourselves. I think if that's my source, then that's going to be a difficult transition yeah. to go from, yeah, am I happy or joyful for what reasons? Because yeah. I'm looking only to myself for that. But that's a good point. Yeah. We have to we have to learn to love others by loving God yeah. and receiving from him. Um, one thing that does occur to me, though, is that. Like Alyssa said, we're just we're, we're in jo- we're in the book of Genesis and now in Exodus, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of reading through the Bible in a year and. For me, man, I think that we, we ask ourselves questions. Let's just take loving ourselves or loving, uh, learning to love ourselves. We ask ourselves questions about life. Yeah. And so as we're moving through Scripture, man, God's truth illuminates that. Yeah. And so, and so I think that we have to connect those two. What are my frustrations? What are my questions? Right, I got to catch you off. There. Okay. Well, still, we go. We'll be coming. Thank you. I, I really had a climax coming there. Yeah, yeah. The 60 seconds is like your chance to say whatever you want to say. Like maybe something you missed on Sunday or maybe something you didn't really, really, really communicate it. Not oh, pick up the questions. The questions are for the rest of this time. But anyway, who wants to go first? Who wants to kind of like, you know, poke this? Because this was, this is like some foundational teaching. I mean, it gets into your foundation series. Like, how do we see God? How do we understand God? And yeah, I mean, you can mm-hmm. just take us in, like, you know, wherever you feel like you want to go out of these three to kind of start us off. You've got like five main key points that I think are pivotal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. You, you can talk about what you think is pivotal. Pivotal. <laughs> I think, I think for me, though, just one thing, and I pointed this out on Sunday, where the word says that God was with Joseph. Mm-hmm. He, he's with him. And and I think we want to equate that to some experience on the other side. Well, I'm going to know you're with me because things are going well. Yeah. Right. Or I'm going to know that you're with yeah. me because I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to know that you're with me because this was successful or, boy, this justice happened here yeah. or something. And and that is just not the case. And like I was talking about C.S. Lewis's uh, book, The Problem of Pain, and just yeah. kind of paraphrasing that um, – if his ways are higher than ours, then then we have to look at it from that perspective and sort of submit our lives to him and say, all right, Lord, mm-hmm. I need revelation. Yeah. I, I need insight. I need to know how to glorify you in this or that, no matter yeah. whether it's successful mm-hmm. or not, if it's yeah. a struggle or if it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And. Well, because I think if you're trusting that, that God's with you, then when you're in the lows, you're going to look for the good because yeah. God's good, right? Yeah. So, you know, when you're in the suffering, you're going to try and find or reach for anything that would be that glimmer of, you know, God's love mm, and yeah. redemption in that. And it, I mean, you, it could be really small, you know, if the circumstance is really, really bad, it's going to be hard or yeah. to, you know. Yeah. See where God's being the good. 
Yeah, I'll jump in here. I think just on that, that point, uh, you know, note I took here was just maybe, Derek, you can go a little deeper or just break down. I think your diagram, the ups and downs yeah. of Joseph's life, and like you said, is just because, you know, uh, th- there's something great going on in our life, just because we've got a great promotion like he did to oversee Potter's house, yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that, that that's God's right. In other words, there's some – so I think my question for you is whether it's – how do I determine if in those – what we would say high moments in life and in the low moments of life, how do I uh, determine if God is with me, know he's with me, and uh, that to fuel um, being consistent in a life of faith, yeah. whether it's an up yeah. or a down, how yeah. can I walk in faith in both? Mm-hmm. Gosh, wow, thanks, Woodrow. I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> Welcome um, to the podcast. Yeah. You know, man, one thing that's interesting in any of these stories is we don't really see in, in like you turn the page from Genesis to Exodus and yeah. 350 years have gone by. Oof, right. yeah. Or in that message, I mean, I'm pushing together decades. Yeah. And even if you read it carefully, you still don't get to see the intimate yeah. activity of Joseph and God. You might have one little phrase here yeah. or there. Mm-hmm. So, I, and then, and like you said, the new covenant, we have to come to the new covenant and we're empowered by the spirit, saved by the grace of Christ. But I think we have to, we have to, I believe you guys all commit comment on this. I think we have to assume in order for Joseph to be, uh, to have these gifts and to have the, the stewardship that he had and the commitment and all of that. There was some intimacy there yeah. in with him and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and and certainly mm-hmm. uh, the, the uh, Jesus in the Spirit. You know, not yeah. totally well, a dreamer. How about yeah. that? Oh my what goodness! Does that yeah, yeah. to be dreamers exactly. Right? Yeah. But I I I, I, I like to ponder on those things and go, okay. I don't know what he did, but I know that communion is at the source of it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so and so however I move toward that communion and certainly in fellowship, not yeah. in some isolated way, just on my own out, no, you right. know, removed from the body of Christ. Yeah. But I think that moving toward that communion is what is going to uh, help protect me and certainly being in community in the body of Christ. Uh, so that when those things are going well, yeah. or when they're not, like Paul said, learn to be content in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. Well, content, that's kind of a, that's not a huge word. That's not a big, passionate word. Yeah. That's sort of a, a normal word. Be, be content. Even deep, with things deep going, word, though. Yeah. Huh? Deep word, though. It, well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when things are going bad, content mm. is, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And and. Then when things are going really, really well, isn't it awesome? Contentment is a good thing too, because there, yep. there's going to yeah, be some yeah. humility in that, and some yes. yeah. uh, some gratitude to God, and some appreciation for His yeah. activity. It's People good. picked up on it for sure. I mean, He was set apart; like they were noticing something in Him, obviously, oh, yeah. in the good and the bad. And it, it was God. That's yeah. what they were noticing yeah. was you know the traits that God Favor. was yeah. bringing forward. Yeah, in Him. Well, I mean, I think, I think the Scripture yeah. says that like God blessed everything that Joseph put his hands to. You know, because that was, I, yeah, I mean, he blessed, was like a, blessed Potiphar's house because yeah. of him. Yeah. He blessed the Pharaoh's kingdom because yeah. of him. Joseph told him how to save a fifth of everything. Yeah. He gave to everyone in the countryside mm-hmm. and all the provinces. And so I would say, like, you know, when we talk about, like, the, his connection with God, like, one of the things that stands out that we can see in Scripture, 
you know, we don't see his intimate. We see, you know, like he had the dream. He knew that his family would bow. He knew that he was going to be elevated at some point. You know, we can't know his like innermost thoughts like he was hanging on to that dream. Someday, God, someday that dream's going to come true. But in his character, the outward presence mm-hmm. of what is his connection to God, when he is tempted by Potiphar's wife, he refuses. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the, yeah. the moment that she threw him on the couch or the bed and took his cloak wasn't the first advance. No. You know, and no. so, you know, there's this character that's in him that mm-hmm. just stands out opposite of the culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there you're yeah. getting a glimpse of, like, what is his connection with God? Even in, like, hey, man, everything's gone. My family stripped me. The family didn't want me. Now I'm here. I'm living good. Yeah. This beautiful woman wants me. And, okay, if he didn't have that connection with God, his character would have waved. And that's back to Doug's yeah. point about communion. Yeah. He's at the center of this yeah. faith, whether it's the highs or lows. And, and we can see that communion with Joseph, and we see this all through the entire Bible. The consistency, the faithfulness of that communion mm-hmm. leads to a consecrated life. Yeah. yeah. Not that we, people don't look at David, others make mistakes, but there's a yeah. consecration yeah. that God puts even added favor on right down the, down the line. So if that communion leads to that and that's the, the the new life right the consecrated life right that is yeah. wholly becoming more and desiring to please him and favor comes right with that and again i think to anybody out there we've all been there we've boy, we've we you know we've messed up yeah right? yeah it, and, and this is the amazing thing right of and we couldn't get too deep into the old new testament covenant thing but yeah today there's grace right mm-hmm. even if i miss if i come to the cross i can turn right and start a new trajectory of that favor and that mm-hmm. communion and consecration yeah, yeah yeah i think about stewardship because you know that's something when we read these stories um these events this history you know we see what happens in his life there's just this derivative effect of okay Wow, I, I I want to steward my life well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 it just you you have to. I mean, I think each of us we have to ask. Well, what am I stewarding? Mm-hmm. What are the areas of my life that that may or may not increase because of my stewardship or lack of it? And and wouldn't you say that Joseph lived with a sense of destiny? He he lived with a sense that he mm-hmm. has a purpose mm-hmm. bigger yeah. than his own yeah. self, right? Well, yeah. and he had a that con- drove him. He had a confidence in yeah. the good, the better things God had in store. You know, like I think through it all, he was just waiting for God's leadership. You know, like he mm-hmm. had a really strong confidence. Wow, a confidence, but not certainly didn't promote himself. I mean, he no. said to Pharaoh, "Here's who you need. You need to. Here's what you need to do. Right, and you should find the wisest person you can." Man, I'm encouraging. Go find someone mm-hmm. who knows this, does this. Yeah. I don't think he thought that that was going to be him. Yeah. I don't either. You know, yeah. that, which says there's humility there, which is yeah. another important Well, I mean, you know, the one time he didn't have humility, he got thrown in a pit and sold into slavery. <laughs> well, yes, that's interesting, but he was also it? 17. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great yeah. point. Great but that point. Is, yeah. but that, and that's a whole nother right, discussion of yeah. he got presumptuous with the Absolutely. plan of God for his life, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, He got a little bit of pride. That is yeah. so good. Yeah, sure. Well, hey, let's jump over and let's, let's, let's talk about, you know, that, that word that steve brought up um agency yes agency because that one really resonated with me like you know being an agent being agency and i think like you know in second corinthians 5 17 you know we are called to be ambassadors for christ Mm. and so i think that's kind of another word for that agency but kick in a little bit more on that and how you see that playing out in our lives as we see it reflected as joseph as an example hmm well uh um 
I'm going to get to Joseph in a minute, but the one thing I think of is the sort of the the development of the faith mm-hmm. in in recent centuries. Let's say I don't get too crazy here, but um, that agency has has subtly been removed from Christian faith in many corners of the faith. Yeah, because uh, it, it's sort of there, there are these things that come in and take the place, and that is. Let's just say goodness or mm-hmm. altruism. Altruism. Yeah. Um, um, loving others, giving to others. It's sort of these, over here, there is this thing that we could do because we believe something. Mm-hmm. But for me, that word agency means, wait a minute. Uh, it's not just something I do or I'm, I'm trying to pursue. It's, it's him actually working in me and through me. Yeah. And I think that's just such an important distinction because I think that for any one of us, I know for me, every day it's a it, it, it there's a temptation, and you can't even see it. Yeah, you can't even see it. It's just something you go and you just do. And I think to remember that agency is that's that's to remember that God is with me. Yeah, in spirit, He's mm-hmm. within me. Yeah. And it's so critical. No, because I mean, I think when you think about it like that, like you talk about, like so many other people. You know, just our culture in the world today is just driven around, like, you know, nonprofits and where are you giving, where are you serving, you know, like the sacrifice of yourself for others. But it's missing that key component of agency that God is leading us to that, you know, and that, like, we can't judge, we can't, you know, we have to accept everything because there's the banner of love. But yet, then, where is God's justice? Where is God's guidance in how do we live our lives? Mm, I think, man, I'm, I, I, one more thing I want to add to that is I think agency begins with those closest to us. Yeah. Yes. Because I can do, uh, any one of us, you, you, you can sort of accrue your list of good yeah. deeds. Yes. Mm-hmm. After the way you appear to the world, the church, public, whatever. Yeah. And then when, when you're back with the ones that, that know you the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I am not allowing that agency, that yeah. that that love of God, yeah. the grace of God, the joy of God, the provision of God, all of those things to mm-hmm. flow from me to my wife, to my kids, yeah. mm-hmm. mom, dad, brothers, sisters, I mean, and and same thing for children. You know, it's yeah. it's it's just critical. I was literally thinking about that on the way to <laughs> drop the kids off at preschool this morning, yeah. and just how it all starts with family Mm, yeah you know and like the way that i had my relationship with my mom and dad and then to my sisters and then now to my kids and like if i'm not stewarding to them first loving them first then what what's the point of being involved in these other organizations and you know whatever and then on a bad day like because if i don't do a good job with my kids and they're going to be somebody else's problem when they get bigger (laughs) you know and somebody else is going to have to yeah at least that's the hope like okay, leave the house, yeah. go be someone else. We've gotten problem. so off that, like yeah. so many people just like let someone else do that for their children. But if you don't steward your relationship and connection with God first, right? And you got no stewardship over how you're going to handle them because yeah. you're. But at I your also worst. think yeah. dying to yourself is so important. Like yeah. moms, especially, get oh. too caught up in the oh woe is me, you know, mm-hmm. my life's so hard, being a mom so hard. I yeah. need help. I need someone to watch them every day so that I can go work for myself and exercise for myself. And it's mm. like no if you pour into your kids and you see that that's going well then you're gonna feel better about yourself yeah you know like but you have to have god because yeah, yeah. 
I think yeah. never going to be able to do it alone. No. Yeah, I think of a teaching, you know, with the measure you use, it'll be measured to you. To you. Yes. That is such a powerful scripture because it reflects on my attitude, my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I think there is a possibility there of doing things, certainly Mary and Martha, you know. Mm-hmm. Martha wanted that place clean. Yeah. Yep. You know, um, um, I think to do those things with with somehow with joy and Everybody, we all have to struggle with that at some yeah. point, and maybe many, many times. It's like I don't need to be doing this out of frustration or willpower. Yeah. Or, you know, right. it's, it's like God help me. Yeah, God help me serve the way you did, and then yeah. see that as an act of worship, and see that as an act of honor and blessing to Him. Yeah. And then our spirits begin to turn. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. that's I actually, know. actually, I am denying the flesh there. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, we're studying Ruth in the women's study right now, and it talks about how Ruth was kind of the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm -hmm. And that's just such a powerful thing, I think, to read, because being that woman is going to look different, you know, for so many people, depending on what God's put in your life. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a very humbling posture to, you know, look at. Mm. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to throw, uh, throw change some. the topic a little go, bit. Baby. Yeah, go, baby. I thought one of the mic drop moments, <clears throat> I don't know if it was planned in your message, but you, uh, maybe it was, you did it before, I don't know, but you, you, you kind of turned to everyone and you, you talked about countenance. You talked about people's faces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And mm. um, was that in the message? Yeah. No, that oh. was during worship. Uh, no, it was in the message, but yeah. it wasn't planned. It wasn't oh, yeah, a part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I had a note on it. Your but, face were reflects were. your words. And, and I like, could, I'm excited I could tell to tell that that's one of those moments where everybody's like, well, you know, it was kind <laughs> of a check, right, of um, that real importance of um, my face says it's a countenance that tells something deeper. So maybe mm. just go a little deeper and on uh, okay. what, what we were – Getting after that because it's it's an important because it, where this ties in right is uh, the agency uh, obviously yeah. the ups and downs of life right is if I'm living it with destiny of God's calling and, and trust faith all of that there should be a countenance yeah. yeah right man I'm glad you brought this up because uh, someone came up to me after the message and they said hey I need to understand that a little bit more what what do you mean there what do you mean and and we kept talking about it. And 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 they said a few things like, "Man, I I don't want to, I, I don't ever want to just fake happiness." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 then they said something like, "You know, sometimes we're down." And 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 I appreciated that. So we just got he and I got to talk about it a little bit more. And and I just reaffirmed. I said, "Hey, that's not what I'm talking about." Yeah. I am certainly not talking about faking joy or happiness. That's not it. But it is connected somehow to agency. It mm-hmm. is connected to the spirit as much. However, I may want to, to uh, uh, ignore it. Maybe, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm born a curmudgeon. <laughs> I still have a responsibility to be joyful always. And what does that mean? Uh, it doesn't mean faking joy. Well, but, and, and Jesus didn't say you're an ambassador for me sometimes, right? Right. right. Even in those right. down times when Paul was in right. prison, he's still an ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. And I think all of this is connected. Just back to the verse, you know, where, where Jesus encouraged us: "With the measure you use, it'll be measured to you." Man, if I yeah. if I resolve that when I go home tonight, I'm bringing joy to that room. Yeah. Not goofy bubblegum joy, like I said. The message. I'm I'm going to bring something. Mm-hmm. That is a, a deposit. It, it's value. Mm-hmm. It's it's interest. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say openness. Yes. When, when you were talking about the way the, the, your face, I thought of like your story with the opening the door. Are you ready to receive people? Yeah. Are you ready to yeah. interact with people? Yeah. And a yeah. face shuts that down. Right. Yeah. Or it could be a happy face shutting it down. If someone that's coming to you to be received is upset, yes. you're yeah. not going to yes. be all like, oh, right. you know, like, what's wrong? And happy yeah. peppy, you have to reflect what you're being given and then mm-hmm. join right. people right. in reflecting what God's done in your life yes. to their circumstance, whether you're positive or negative. Or Yeah, yeah. and me and my brother after the around. message, we talked about, hey, we yeah. mourn with those who mourn, we, joy, we, yeah. we, we rejoice with those who rejoice. It doesn't say... If you're if you're down today, bring everybody else yeah, with you. You don't. Yeah, yeah no. You, you still rejoice with that person, mm-hmm. or you may be in a super joyful, light mood. But this mm-hmm. person over here is mourning. Yeah. And so now here's another thing. I didn't. I didn't go here. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I had this thought in the message, but but I think it's possible to do this, and I think we do this. You tell me. But just psychologically or sociologically, I think. Many of us, maybe all of us at some point, we put a look on our face that says to others, you owe me something, or you really need to, you really need to pay attention to me right now, or, you know, I, I have something I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. I think that's spiritual manipulation when or, it goes too far. Or I don't really have time for you. Or yeah. emotional, yeah. Yeah, but the problem yeah, it's with emotional, all those not spiritual it's manipulation. It's about you. Yeah. Every single yeah. one of those statements was about you. Exactly. It's yeah. kind of social or emotional manipulation. And I'm not saying we all do that all the time. We don't. It's not that complex. But I think some of us, and maybe all of us at some time, we need to check, hey, Am I going into this? Does my face, am I just selfish right now? Mm-hmm. Am I going to this meeting because I want them to hear me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want this, these people, when I get home, they need to ask me, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you say it's very hard for us, <clears throat> for someone to put on a different face than really what they're feeling. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. As they come into yeah. a situation, right? Yeah. So maybe um, as our worship pastor, maybe just, I don't know, closing this out or something, but well, how? Before, are you jumping to something else? Yeah. Don't oh, just, the same thing on okay. face. Oh, you got some? Yeah, I got some. Ooh. I'm the, I'm the quiet guy in the room. Yeah, I was just going to say just uh, something quick about um, countenance uh, for worship for believers. Well, that's what that's what generated that idea. Mm. I mean, that's why it, I, I didn't think about it. I was thinking about during worship, and I thought, you know, we're, we're coming and we want to worship together. And again, we're not here to fake happiness, but it begins minutes, hours, days before. Um, I want to come and I want to bring something to God. And maybe if I'm feeling selfish, I won't say if I'm, if I'm feeling down because a broken and contrite heart is a good thing. Yeah. Bring that in and don't, you know, don't change that. But I don't think, I just, I just suspect that sometimes we're saying I have a broken and contrite heart and really, there's something subtly that I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm being selfish. I think mm-hmm. that's spot on. You know? you know how many psalms say, "Lift your eyes unto yeah. hills." Yeah. 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 yeah, If you're sorrowful, yeah. whatever, we miss the magnitude of that worship should lift our countenance, mm-hmm. no matter where we are. If we're yeah. if we're yeah. joyful already, it should exalt us. We should go even further, right? It should yeah. change our countenance, right? As we yeah. set our eyes on Him. Yeah. So. So where I wanted to go was, you know, there's the gate beautiful and Jesus and his entourage are coming into the city through the beautiful gate and there's a funeral procession coming out. And so you've got this 
this countenance like everybody over here on Jesus side they're probably chumming it up they're talking it up they're excited they're going into the mm, city yeah. and now you run into a funeral possession or procession procession you yeah. know coming out and so there's mourning and there's weeping and so it just it's this collision of two worlds at this gate called beautiful yeah and when i think about that it's like you know when you talk about agency it's like you know like you we yeah we mourn with those who mourn you know but you know, our countenance is still always going to be rested in that God has given us the power to be restoration in other people's lives through his work in us. And so it's like when I see that story, it's like Jesus is giving us a model like, yeah, you may be in the happiest place. Everything may be going great for you. And then you run into people Ooh. where it is collapsed that yeah. you have something to bring and i'm sure jesus's countenance yeah. changed i'm sure he felt empathy and he just reached over and touched the casket that was being carried with the mom's only son in it and the boy sprang back to life and so he brought that restoration so you know i think for us like sometimes when we're like oh i don't have time oh this you know and it's all the our i statements some of it is because maybe we are not connected to the sense that in our agency with god we also bring the power of god through his spirit in us and when we follow his lead we can bring Mm -hmm. in restoration where there is defeat where there is despair yeah, And so, you know, just walking yeah, in yeah, that authority yeah. kind of can change your countenance, can change how you see those operations. I mean, you always encourage us, like, you know, who are we going to love today? Well, the person that God brings us to love that day may not be, like, super joyful and in the same place as us. He may bring us somebody that we in our own self have no idea what to do. Sure. You know, one of my buddies was like, talking about like you know serving and working in the church and then he was like you know then i ran into this person i ran into this person and it was so confusing and i was like brother you can't serve anywhere in the church unless you're going to serve out of the fruit of the spirit you've got to come prepped up and ready to go with love joy peace patience kindness mm-hmm. goodness self-control self-control you got to bring them all because mm-hmm. you don't know who you're going to encounter any Sunday when you're serving somewhere in a church. So true. And yeah. you'll, you'll feel inadequate. You'll feel ill-equipped. And then we get the countenance of, like, you're, you, can you leave me alone? And so, yeah. yeah. The kids' memory versus Fruits of the Spirit this week. Yes, it is. Both nice. for the next four weeks. Yeah. It's Hard wh- one. What is it? Which- four weeks, Fruits of the Spirit, Galatians. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they're memorizing it. Fantastic. No, that's good, Chris. I think, I mean, I had a really tricky situation just this morning dear friend i mean she's just had like health problem after health problem after health problem um she's really you know frustrated about Mm -hmm. it like why and she's a christian but she's totally admitted like i've fallen away from god i'm just like why you know this bad thing after bad thing happening and she was like i just kind of recoil when people because i think she could tell i was like well let's pray right now and she really didn't want that Mm -hmm. and then i was just like oh my gosh like lord i don't know what to do or like how to help her like she is really mad at you right now yeah you know so what do you do in those situations when like somebody is just done like i don't i can't i mean yeah i mean I guess I, I, it was a tough a ambassador yeah. moment. Like yeah. I was like, "Where's yeah. how do yeah. I apply my agency here?" You know what I mean? I, you know, talked to her about like my last year, but that yeah. was just like one little thing. And I am looking at her story, and I'm like, "Gosh, it is a lot." Yeah. Like you have been put through so many trials. I, I think that's such a profound story because so many people are mm-hmm. in that place today, and um, I try to just. Uh, you know, it is like Derek says, so different. There's so many, you know, levels to that. But I just try to simplify sometimes talking to people come back to the prodigal son story. 
and uh, and just try to to bring that person into the story. Yeah, you know, um, and that their father's waiting for them. But you yeah. know what? The l- far longer you stay out there, whether it's sickness yeah. or what, yeah. it's, it's just pig mess. That's all you're right? going to get, right? Yeah. And um, but they have to come to their senses. Yeah. yeah. So they, they I, we can't drag them back. You know, that's no. the thing. You can't drag right. them back. You can't force them back. We have to just love them and put them before God, and yeah. hopefully they'll come to their senses yeah. and make that start to make. Then we can journey with them as they start coming yeah. back. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think in that story, I mean, it's like it's beautiful because you you've got a time out. It's like you know her. She's connected to you. She's yeah. reached out, so you can, you know, just man, like put that in the forefront of your prayers. Take your, you know, your shield of faith and put it in front of her to allow some moment of clarity to come to her and just checking in with her. Yeah, you know, without ever bringing like you know an, an agenda. No, because you know you're praying in your heart for that change, so you're fighting for her in that sense. Yeah. You know, and then you're checking in and she's connecting like, why does Alyssa keep checking in? Why, why? You know? Yeah. And then the spirit just does its work, but you know, you're not sitting back waiting for nothing. You're actively pursuing her reconnection with God. Yeah. You know, and I so, know I want that more than anything yeah. for her, but. All right. So anybody got any last little minute things they want to throw out? Any last minute? Like, I got to say this. Last minute. I don't know, man. Yeah. I want to be on he the likes next. to start oh. us quick. And oh, yeah, and end us quick. <laughs> yeah, end you um, quick, start you quick, man. Um, wow, I don't know. I'm looking forward to next weekend. Steve yeah. was talking about, um, yeah, we got you know, I had series. a conversation yeah. about about the, the face uh, yeah, insert yeah. in this message, and I think you're going to do some things. Yeah, yeah. we're going to dive in uh, the whole uh, fix your face. Yeah. <laughs> fix your face. Sounds kind of harsh. People but we're here gonna, could take that oh really far. Gosh, Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's oh, yeah, going to yeah, be calling right. their dermatologist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got we'll a jaws incisor. Yeah. We'll break it down. Well, well, it well Steve said yeah. I could get Botox, Carson. Yeah, yeah. Honey, <laughs> you have to pay for it. I, we're going to deal with all of that. Absolutely. Oh, my no, God. All right. Well, never, you, you heard it here first. Fix your face. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to this midweek jolt. Root Issues. We thank you for listening. You can always reach out and contact us at rootissues at ccasman.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope this jolted you to think about the ups and downs in God's placement in your life. I would never get that. I need to get the love.